Football is on the air. Tonight's game on 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com is presented in part by the Saugatuck Athletic Boosters, OK Tire Stores, Sales, Heating and Cooling, and Central Park Law. Trailblazer Football is also presented by Glenda's Lakewood Flowers, Van Weir and Hardware, and Russ's Restaurants. Now let's go to the field for Saugatuck Trailblazers High School Football on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. Good evening, football fans, and welcome to Jarvis Memorial Stadium here on the campus of Saugatuck High School where the Trailblazers are getting ready to take on the visiting Coloma Comets. The captains are out at midfield getting ready for the coin toss, and we are 15, 20 minutes away from kickoff tonight on this, the last day of summer. So it is officially football season. Four weeks into the season here. Saugatuck comes into this contest 4-0, and looking to improve upon that record. Already doubled up their win total from last season where they finished 2-6. and But last season is just that in the books. They are focused on the second half of this season and dominating like they have so far. You'll hear a little bit more about what's been going on for them in a few minutes. Coloma on the other side having quite the opposite season of the Trailblazers. They are 0-4 on this season but it's impressive that they're here and playing at all they did not have a team last season and the prior year they went 0 and 8 so they're out here and gonna give Saugatuck their absolute best tonight as we have some beautiful weather ahead of us here at Jarvis Memorial Stadium and the fans are trickling in it's camouflage night for the student section so if you can't see anybody sitting in the student section that's most likely why. And it looks like the coin toss has been won by the Trailblazers. And they're going to defer. So most likely Coloma will be receiving. And we'll get you more of that info in a little bit. Going to step aside before you hear a bit about both teams. It's Trailblazer football right here on the Lakeshores. 92.7 The Van and 92.7 The Van.com. Zbart of Holland brings you the Outdoor Magazine Minute. Hi, this is Mike Avery. Join me weekday mornings on the Lakeshore's Wake Up Call with Brent Allen right here on 92.7 The Van. Welcome back, football fans. On this Friday night, we are a few minutes away from 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you know what that means right here on the Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. We got some trailblazer football coming right up. The Coloma Comets are here visiting from down yonder south of here. They got their black pants with their road white uniforms and green helmets with yellow accents tonight. As I said, this year hasn't been their year so far. Last year, they didn't lose a game. But the reason for that is uh, they did not have a program. But this season, they're scoring 13 points a game more than they did last year. But unfortunately, defensively, they're giving up 33 points a game. Most recently, they lost a heartbreaker last week against Watervliet. 
18 to 16. And uh, had a close one in the first week of the season, 24 to 18 against the Parchment Panthers. They were beat down by Dowagiak 55 to 12 a couple weeks ago. And the second week of the season, they played the only mutual opponent opponent that Saugatuck has faced already, the Buchanan Bucks, which Coloma lost 35-6 to in that game. Saugatuck won that game 25-16. to So that bodes well for the Trailblazers. As the teams are finalizing warm-ups out there, Saugatuck is standing on the goal line. Looks like they're almost already ready for the national anthem. So we're going to throw it to the break and bring it back for the Trailblazer preview. Before we bring you some Friday night high school football action, it's Trailblazer football right here on the Lakeshore. It's 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. As you head out to the game this weekend, take us along on your smartphone. Grab our free mobile app now at 92.7TheVan.com. back as the band prepares to get out onto the field getting ready for the national anthem but we got a few minutes in the meantime and we're going to talk about the Sargatuck Trailblazers again 4-0 on the season out the out of the Southwestern Athletic Conference Valley Division Coloma in the Southwestern Athletic Conference Lakeshore Division we're going to try to make the conference name even longer next year in some capacity I'm sure Sargatuck this season has bounced back in a tremendous way, losing only two seniors from last year's squad. They are averaging 27.5 points a game offensively after last season, barely scraping by just over 15. And defensively, they have cracked down as well, only 10 points a game on the defensive side of the rock. So that is great news for the Trailblazers on both ends of the spectrum there as they have ripped off four straight wins to start the season after three straight, losing five out of the last six to end last year, including a forfeit. They're going to be hosting Delton Kellogg next week right here to start Southwestern Athletic Conference Valley play. And most recently beat Union City down in Union City to spoil homecoming for the Chargers, 15-14 to as a two-point conversion with under four minutes to go to take the lead, sealed the victory for the Trailblazers in that one. They're going to look for a larger margin of victory here if they can do so tonight. We'll be back in just a couple more minutes, hopefully with the National Anthem and starting lineups for you. It's Trailblazer football right here on the Lakeshores, 92.7thevan and 92.7thevan.com. Broadcasting from the heart of the West Michigan Lakeshore with great music and much more. We are 92.7. The Van. WIVN Saugatuck Holland. Here we are for the final time pregame at Saugatuck versus Coloma. Jarvis Memorial Stadium as the band is just about ready 
to play our national anthem, so we're going to throw it over to the band down on the field prior to kickoff. Before we hear the Star Spangled Banner, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome for a special presentation, former Sargatuck Hall of Fame Athletic Director, Dan Wilson. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Sargatuck fans, our Sargatuck Public School family lost a valuable and loyal member this week passing of our good friend and mentor, Jack Lampton. Jack coached here for Saugatuck for 28 years, 25 of which he was our head coach. Over this time, he compiled a record of 112, 103, five conference championships, and was inducted into the Michigan High School Football Coaches Association 1998 Class Hall of Fame, an honor very few people ever get to receive. Classroom Jack taught math and computers for 30 years, touching the lives of thousands of our kids. So many stories, so many memories. After graduation, Zealand ran the armed services and served his country for several years. Jack was always a fun loving guy who had took his hobbies of playing cards, hunting, and fishing. here tonight have our own memories of Jack. He was always with us and he was always his own man. He may be gone, but he will not be forgotten. After he retired, he would come back here and sit right up in that stadium Friday night after Friday night watching the game. He totally realized that Friday nights were much better under football lights at Slugertuck High School. Jack will be missed. We all have wonderful life memories that will carry us through the rest of our lives. We'll be able to share them with family and friends. We'll be able to have memories that will go a lifetime to be passed on to generations behind us. Jack, thanks for the great ride. At this time, I'd like to have a moment of silence. Put your thoughts together for me. Thank you. Thank you, Dan, and thank you to those who have honored Coach with your presence on the field. And now the Star Spangled Banner.
positive sportsmanship. We trust that everyone in attendance that was the national anthem, and now we're going to get ready to throw it over to our PA announcer here to take over the starting lineups before we get you to kickoff. The captains tonight for the Trailblazers, Brad Moore, Matt Hartrink, Will Doucette, Landon Miller, and for the Comets, Quinton Baker, Javion McKay, and Julius Williams. Number two, Cam Baker. Starting quarterback, number three, Maverick Kramer at running back. Number four, Trayton Myers. Tight end, number eight, Jalen Vonner. Wide receiver, number 13, Javi McKay. Running back, number 23, Zacorius Tanner. Tight end, number 44, Cole Hartman, starting at center, number 55, Julius Williams, at guard. Sixty-six, James Phillips, and at guard, number 77, Callan Pickman, the head coach of the Comets, Brian Flea. And now, Ladies and gentlemen, here's the starting defense for your Swagatok Trailblazers. At safety, number two, Captain Bradley Moorer. Linebacker, number three, Cass Stanberry. Another safety, number four, Captain Matt Hartbreak. Defensive end, number seven. Captain Will Doucette. Cornerback number 10, Norm Boss. Also with cornerbacks, number 21, Jackson Green. Linebacker number 15, Captain Landon Miller. Defensive lineman, 56, Noah Morgan. Linebacker, 59, Chris Foley. And defensive lineman, number 60, Mason Raycock. And head coach of the soccer team, Trailblazers, Bill Dunn. Our officials tonight are Eric Van Morrison, Clyde Kelly, Eric Brefka, John Kibet, and referee Tony Saviano. Thank you, gentlemen. Trailblazers have won the toss and deferred. The Comets will receive the ball to begin the game. The pleasantries, the niceties, and the formalities are all out the way, and we got nothing but four quarters of football coming at you. The student section continuing to trickle in in their camouflage, and the band is in the stands, not on the field tonight, at least during play that we're aware of. Shout out to the Coloma fans who made the trip here. Sagatuck is going to be kicking off. And Coloma will be receiving, of course, going right to left on your radio dial or tablet, smartphone, etc. 
Sagatuck will be kicking to the northwest end zone. Coloma will be trying to score in the southeast. It's fielded at about the 10-yard line by Cameron Baker for Coloma, and he is dropped before he even gets to the 20. Great coverage there by the Trailblazers. And that's where Coloma's going to set up shop. They're going to put it exactly on the 20. And pregame, there was a moment of silence as well as a presentation in honor of Jack Lampin, who was a head coach at Saugatuck for 25 years and coached for 28 years, five-time conference champion, and is in the Michigan High School Coaches Association Hall of Fame as Coloma comes out in the shotgun set, three receivers to the near side. The pass is completed to Trayton Myers, and that's a nice play on first down for the Comets. He's going to be just shy of the 30-yard line, and it's going to be second and short. Quarterback Maverick Kramer completing that pass and running the show for the Comets. He's a sophomore as they go same formation to the other side. Trips right. And a running back, Zacharias Tanner, to the left of Kramer as there's a jet sweep motion. It's going to be a handoff. That's Myers once again. Their main man, he gets a couple. And it looked like a couple. He actually didn't get anywhere. Might have lost a yard from the shotgun set, so it's going to be third and two from the 28. Probably going to hear Meyer's name a lot tonight as it's a shotgun set, two receivers to the right. Ball is on the near hash with Myers in the backfield. Split back set alongside Tanner for Coloma. Tanner's going to get it on the straight handoff, and the Saugatuck defense is there to stack him up short of the first down. Coloma's only gone backwards after the first couple plays. As Tanner couldn't get anywhere and lost a couple on that one as well. After a nine-yard pass play to start, it's now fourth and four. And it's going to be a punt. Looks like Myers is going to be the punter. Harder Inc. is deep for the Trailblazers at his own 45-yard line. Coloma with a late substitution. Clock, play clock down to five seconds. The snap is off. Pretty solid kick from Myers. Big hit from Brad Moorer as Harder Inc. fields it at the 45. Makes the first man miss. Gets around another into Coloma territory and is run out of bounds at the 39-yard line of Coloma. So just like last week against Union City, Sagatuck starting off with some solid field position. On the Coloma 39, their four, first four drives of last week, they started in Union City territory. Their worst starting field position was their own 37-yard line. As they come out in the I-form set, do set in the fullback spot, and the deep man who gets the handoff is Cass Stanberry. He finds room on the right side before falling out of bounds. Javion McKay making his first stop of the night for the Comets. And Stanberry 
Picks up about eight that time. As the lead running back, normally see the three-headed monster out of the wing tee with Harderink under center and Doucette, Moore, and Landon Miller in the backfield. That's what we're going to see here. They go to split back. Moore is going to be the H-back on the near side. Single high free safety for Coloma, and it's going to be a jump ball for Carter Miller, and it's intercepted. Matt Hartrink, three-step drop, and Javion McKay comes up with the interception for Coloma. Sonkatuck thought they saw something there. Coach Bildon is not happy. I don't think he's happy with Hartrink. Uh, he kind of just turned and fired that one. There was not a lot of room taking a shot on second and short. He threw three picks last week. And he did make up for it by having two interceptions himself. And based on the first drive, Songtuck's defense was looking ready for Coloma. They're going to start on their own five-yard line. So essentially a punt right there, but a great play from McKay to wrestle it away from Carter Miller, who tried to go Randy Moss over the top as Myers has it in the backfield. He's in trouble. It might be a safety. This might end up working out for the Trailblazers. We're going to have to see where they give forward progress, and they're going to call a safety. The Trailblazer defense comes up huge as Trayton Myers tried to take a handoff and go on the far side, ran out of real estate as a tribe of Trailblazers swarmed him in the end zone. And so, just like last week after an interception, the Saugatuck defense comes up with a huge play. Last week... It was a return interception, and this time it's a safety. Who knew their best offense was to throw the ball to Coloma and give it to them on their own five-yard line? Coloma has to kick it away from their own 20-yard line, so Sargatuck's going to have phenomenal field position, you would imagine, off of this kickoff as well. 9.50 to go, first quarter, and who on their bingo card had safety as the first points of the game. Looks like Myers is going to kick it away. Mr. Everything for Coloma. They had a tee out there, but since it's a safety, he is actually going to punt it away. The one-step kick, he's got a pretty good leg. Kicks it all the way back to the 25-yard line. It's fielded by Doucette. He takes it straight upfield. He's got a lane. He's across the 40, 45, and is brought down by the first couple comments that he meets. Quinton Baker, the first one to meet him there. With the tackle there, I did notice pregame that a couple comments had different numbers than what is stated on the roster. I caught a few of them, but there's a couple that I didn't. So I do apologize for any players making plays out there that I don't correctly call the name of based on the roster that I was given. But in any case, here comes the Trailblazers. Split back set, strong to the right side, which is the near side. Gives straight up the middle for Doucette. He powers across the 50, and several comments in on that tackle. James Phillips met him in the hole, and Doucette dragged him about five yards. As the PA announcer says, it's about seven yards. 
and they spotted it a little bit further down. So we'll give Doucette seven on that one and talk to our stats team about it to make sure. Straight tee set in the center of the field. It's a midline for Hutterink. He fakes it, keeps it. That play worked nicely last week against Union City and works right here against the Comets. He's going to pick up about 10, if not more, as Ezell Brown finally makes the stop, but not before the Trailblazers pick up the first down. down to the 36-yard line of the Comets, right about where, check that, the 31-yard line, right about where Saugatuck had it moments ago as it's a give to Brad Moore. He shakes and bakes his way into the red zone and has a first down for the Trailblazers. Quinton Baker again on the stop as Moore gets about 11 that time and picks up the second first down of the game for either team. So now Saugatuck has the ball on the far side hash mark, staying in the T set. They try to pass and it didn't work, so they're keeping it on the ground. Landon Miller bullies his way, gets stacked up by about the entire Comet defense. Gets maybe five that time. James Phillips again in there. Leading the way. I was saying a couple plays ago, this that was about where Sargatuck was out at the 31-yard line where they threw the interception a little bit ago. They are up 2-0 after a safety on the last drive for Coloma. As the midline again, Hartering keeps it, puts it on his hip, sticks his foot in the ground, and has dropped inside the 10. Trayton Myers already has a couple carries tonight and a punt and a safety kick away. Making the tackle there. Harderink gets a few and is going to make it third and very short. Call it a yard. They're on the nine. Got to get to the eight. Under seven and a half to go first quarter. Sargatuck looking to strike for the first time on offense. T-set on the near hash. Harderink fakes it to Moore and finds his way into the end zone. Ball pops out, but I think he crossed the goal line. No signal yet. Sagatuck celebrating like it's a touchdown, and now the official puts his hands in the air. After some cross-field communication with his other referees, decides that it's a touchdown, and the band takes it away. The extra point from Cam Lewis goes up and through the uprights. And the Trailblazers up nine to nothing with 7.09 to go in the first quarter after the nine yard touchdown run from Matt Harterink. He spun to his right, fake to Brad Moore kept it. Moore ended up being the lead blocker and basically nobody touched Hardering until he got to the end zone. He got popped just on the other side of the line. The ball squirted out to the back of the end zone. There was some confusion 
as it looked like Coloma went after the ball. Sargatuck didn't really react. And after some conversation, it results in a touchdown. Cam Lewis going to kick with what appears to be Quinton Quinton Baker back to receive at his own 10-yard line. It's kicked over to the corner. Baker has to hustle to get it. He ran about 30 yards just to catch it. Caught it on the far, near the far sideline, about the seven-yard line. Pulls it straight up, gets to about the 25, and Landon Miller lays the lumber into him right about there. Looks like Baker fell forward, and they're going to give it to him at the 27 or 28-yard line. So technically, Coloma's third possession They went three and out with a punt to start after a nine-yard swing pass and went backwards on two run plays and a third run play on their last quote-unquote drive was a five-yard loss for a safety as Kramer drops back to pass. is under pressure from Doucette, spikes it into the turf for what you would imagine would be intentional grounding. There was a flag on the play prior to the pass. Looks like it's going to be holding against Coloma. We'll see about the intentional grounding. I don't know that the head official noticed it because he was focused on the holding penalty. And it is holding against Coloma. You never like to see holding on a potential sack opportunity like that because that means the offensive line was holding and still could not keep the defense from getting to the quarterback. I believe Sargatuck is asking about the intentional grounding on the near side with head coach Bill Dunn. Talk about uh, Jack Lampin being a head coach of the Trailblazers for 25 years. Bill Dunn is fastly, quickly closing in on him there. Jack Lampin, a record of 112 and 103 for the Trailblazers and five conference championships. Playing in his memory as the Sargatuck Trailblazer community lost him earlier this week. That holding penalty backs him up 10 yards and puts it on their own 18-yard line. Four receivers, three to the near side. It's a give straight up the gut. Going nowhere is Elijah Scott. Check that. That was Zacharias Tanner on the carry. He gets one. Potentially, Noah Morgan gets the stop for the Trailblazers from his defensive line position. Morgan, Carter Miller, Will Doucette, and Mason Ripkoff are the defensive linemen in tonight's game, have been applying quite the pressure to the Coloma Comets here early on. Just over six minutes to go, second quarter, first quarter action. As a play action, swing pass, and it's a stick right there from cornerback Jackson Green. Trayton Myers caught a swing pass similar to the first play of the game where he went for nine yards. Jackson Green learned his lesson from last time and planted him in the turf. Probably knocked him back a yard. And it's going to be third and 19. 
Play clock's down to 10. Coloma's just breaking the huddle. Ball's on the near hash. They're still discombobulated. Five to go. See if they get set in time. Receivers got hands in the air. Multiple receivers. Not sure what's going on. And there is the whistle for the timeout. A good timeout call from Coloma as they were very unsure of what was going on right there. So 5.24 to go first quarter after we come back from the timeout. Coloma is going to be looking at third and 21, already down nine to nothing. From their own 17 yard line in danger of punting it away to a Sagatuck offense that has looked pretty solid so far. Granted, they did have an interception on their second play of the game. And we come out of the break. Coloma seems to be a little bit more set than they were moments ago. Shotgun set still. Tanner to the left of Kramer. Three receivers on the right side. Kramer's looking downfield, fires, has a man, it's caught. Landon Miller makes the tackle at the 30-yard line. Quinton Baker on the reception. Check that, it's Cameron Baker, not Quinton Baker. My bad there. As Miller makes the stop, it's going to be about fourth and six, so 15-yard pass play. And a nice play out of the timeout for Coloma, at least to get him out of the shadow of their own goalposts. Although there's not many shadows on the field with the sun starting to set. Hartering feels it at the 35-yard line. Sticks it right, sticks it left. And gets bumped down about the 47. That was admittedly a pretty soft tackle there, but Quinton Baker was able to Get him down along with Evan Shadowski. So Sagatuck's going to have the rock on their own 48. And have about four minutes to go here in the first. Nine-nothing lead. They're trying to add to it here. They're going to start with the I formation. They liked the pass earlier. They're going to keep it on the ground with Stanberry. Ran it up the A-gap, bounced it outside. Dropped just past midfield. And Shadowski gets the stop once again. They're going to give Stanberry credit for three. So second and three just across midfield. Nose of the football touching the Comet. 49-yard line. Split back set for Sagatuck. Miller strong to the left side. Play action fake to Moorer. And has a man. It's Stanberry. Harderink upset with himself as he threw that behind Stanberry. He was wide open. Javion McKay, the closest man to the area, gets credited for the tackle. It's a seven-yard pass play. It was a nice completion. 
to Stanberry there, but uh, just, a, just a little bit behind him. Harderink was throwing on the run to his credit as they come out with the ball on the near hash. Split backs once again. Strong side to the tight side. Give up to Doucette. He's got a lane. He's into the secondary. Had one man to beat, and he got dragged down from behind. Quentin Baker saves a touchdown right there. As Sagatuck brings it from the 41 all the way down to the 23. Will Doucette for 18 yards. And the give up the middle, as Sagatuck is known to do now and again, they can lull you to sleep with it, but every so often Doucette breaks it. As Benjamin Drew is well aware, the running back from a season or two ago, and Hardering keeps it on the midline. Left the defender in his wake, who's still on his knees wondering what happened. I believe that was McKay who had the interception earlier. Baker shoved him out of bounds. And Harderink picks up the first down. 17-yard run. And it's first and goal from the seven. Check that, the six. For Sargatuck, three first downs in the last three plays. As it's first and goal from the six, it's given to Moore. He's got room on the outside, cuts it back into the teeth of the Coloma defense, but not before he gets across the goal line for a trailblazer touchdown. And Sagatuck with a commanding first quarter lead. 16 to nothing. And there's still two minutes and 11 seconds to go. Moore gets his name into the scorebook. Six-yard touchdown scamper there. Lewis's extra point came off a little funny. He popped it up a little extra, but it got through nonetheless. It's a line drive in the kicking scorebook. And it's officially 16 to nothing after a safety and two touchdowns. Coloma's going to have to try to figure something out here. They have had three, the ball three times. Two punts on three and outs. And a safety on the first play of one drive. So not including punts, that's a total of Three plays, excuse me, six plays. Make it seven. Seven plays for Coloma, including a holding penalty, so that would make it eight. They pass the ball three times for a total of 24 yards. And run the ball three times for a total of negative two yards, so... Props to the Sagatuck defense as Quinton Baker receives it at the five, tries to find a lane at the 25 on the far side. He's tripped up by Noah Morgan right there. And Coloma's gonna try it again from their own 28 yard line. 
Two minutes, four seconds to go. Trailblazers have a 16-0 lead. Columbus' fourth possession of the night. They're looking for their first first down. Shotgun with three receivers to the near side. Kramer drops back, has some time, fires it to an open man. It's Cameron Brown. He's got some running room, gets a couple yak. Chris Foley runs him down. But he gets out towards midfield. Big time pass play right there. And Coloma finds that first down they were looking for. Cameron Baker picks up 30, 40, who knows how many yards, 20 yards on that one. Gets it from his own 28 to the 48, almost to midfield. And at the very least, Coloma has shifted the field position as the dig route hits Trayton Myers and he's going to get it up to the 45. Norm Boss, the corner, making the stop along with Matt Harderink. That's Myers' second catch tonight. He's got two catches for 15 yards. Cam Baker has one catch for 20. Check that. Cam Baker has two catches for 35 yards. And Trayton Myers has three catches for 14 yards. Has three receivers again. This time to the wide side of the field. Kramer's under pressure, thought about pulling it down, completes the pass. Cameron Baker once again, his top target. That's enough for a Comet first down to the 36-yard line. And Kramer coming up slow on that one, was under pressure from Carter Miller and Will Doucette, among others. Not good news for Coloma, but three straight pass plays have worked. So first and 10 from the 36. As Kramer takes a deep drop, fires it, and it's almost intercepted. Brad Moore went for the ball as opposed to playing the receiver. Probably could have put a hospital hit on Cam Baker there. Instead, they passed like ships in the night, and the ball falls incomplete. So that's the first incompletion this drive. After failing to get a first down, the first three drives, they have two first downs on this one in our Sagatuck territory for the first time. It's going to be second 10 from the 36. Plenty of time on the play clock. 18 seconds to go here in the first quarter. The snap, the give. Sagatuck swarms. Back to the line of scrimmage. Is it Tanner? There's a dog pile out there. Carter Miller made the stop for the Trailblazers. And it is Zacharias Tanner who ran it. It's going to be third and ten when we come back from these messages because it's the end of the first quarter. The Trailblazers are up tonight on a beautiful night for football. 16 to nothing. 
here at Jarvis Memorial Stadium. We'll be back after this. It's Trailblazer football right here on the Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. The van at work is just what you need to get the boss off your back. Don't be surprised if you're the next employee of the month just for cranking us up. 92.7 The Van. And we're back to start the second quarter where Coloma is down 16 to nothing, third and 10 from their own or from the Sagatuck 36-yard line. Kramer's going to take the snap. He's looking left, looking left, has some time, throws it up. There's Cameron Baker. He's open, and Brad Moore came over just over at the last second to deflect the pass slightly, and maybe Baker heard some footsteps. It falls incomplete, and it's going to be fourth and ten. Looks like the Coloma offense is going to stay out on the field. And if you hear some whistles, it's because they hustled up to the line, hard counted the Saugatuck defense. They did a great job last week against the Union City Chargers, not jumping in three different, excuse me, three different scenarios where Union City tried to get them on fourth and less than five. This was a fourth and ten, so they were ready to pin their ears back and get after the quarterback. Instead, they give Coloma a three five yards. But the good news for the Saga Duck defense is Coloma needs another five. They got to get down to the 26 yard line. They're going to take the shotgun snap. Rolling left is Kramer under pressure. Fires it up. He's got a man wide open. But he got hit as he threw, and the ball fluttered and ended up about five yards short. Brad Moore gets credit with a deflection. I didn't see who brought the heat on the quarterback, but it looked like. That might have been uh, McKay out there, or Baker was wide open, streaking down the sideline. There have been instances where the receivers have been open tonight and also looked open, but there's been safety help over the top. That time, there was no safety help, but the pressure got to Kramer just in time, and Saugatuck's going to get it first and 10 at the 31-yard line. The handoff is to Will Doucette. Sargatuck loves trying to run it up the middle as James Phillips and Quinton Baker combine for the stop. Nothing doing for Doucette that time. I really would like to see percentage ratio of how often they hand it off directly up the middle on first and 10 starting a drive. It's extremely high. In any case, they're sticking with the straight tee. Just over 11 minutes to go, second quarter. Harder ink keeper near side. He's out across the first down. Barrels his way to the 45. Carson Ashley making the stop for Coloma. But only after Harderink gets about 11. And a trailblazer. First down. It's going to be on their own 46. They've looked good so far. Two drives. Two touchdowns, take that three drives, two touchdowns, an interception, and defensively a safety. 
as the handoff goes straight into the middle of the defense for Doucette. And he is just shy of the first down. The marker is at the 44-yard line. He is at the 45. That's his seventh carry of the night. And he's approaching 50 yards. As they stick with the tee on second and short, they tried a shot earlier in the game that didn't work. Landon Miller finds a way, runs over a couple tacklers, gets inside the 30. Big time run right there as Cole Hartman eventually dragged him down and a couple unfortunate comets flew too close to the sun on that one. So that gets it down to the 29, 15 yards for Mr. Miller. They're going to go split backs here. We're going to see some play action. It's going to be a play fake, but Hardering's going to keep it. He spun to his left, faked like he was going to run the midline to the right, brought it back to the left on the near side. Quinton Baker stops him, but another chunk play right there for the Trailblazers, and a third first down in four plays. Their last four runs have been for 11, 15, 9, and 11 after no yards gained on the first play of the drive. So here's the sixth play, and that started on their own 31-yard line, and they are down inside the red zone on the 18. I-formation set, Coloma stacking the box. Delayed handoff for Stanberry in the back, and Quinton Baker looked like he started that play in the Saugatuck backfield. Makes the hit right there. Maybe a little telegraphed on that one. And Stanberry loses a couple. So it's back to the 20. Check that 21, second and 13 with under nine to go. Here's the play action fake. Carter Miller was wide open for a touchdown, but instead Cass Stanberry is gonna find his way to the end zone. They ran a flood route to the right. Carter Miller was in the next county over with nobody around him. Stanberry was open at about the 12. He caught the pass from Harderink as Stanberry is clearly his first read. Short to long on that one. And Stanberry turned it upfield and beat the Coloma defense to the pylon. The extra point on its way, and it's the other side of the field as Songatark is going right to left this quarter, but it doesn't matter. Cam Lewis puts it through, and it's 23 to nothing. Sargatuck is looking great early on in this one. 21-yard reception for Cass Stanberry. His second, third catch tonight. He's got three catches for 35 yards to go along with four runs for 12 yards and a touchdown. Harderink threw an interception on his first pass of the game and a little bit of a jump ball for his six foot three 
junior tight end, but was intercepted. And since then, has completed his last three passes, including one for a touchdown with Quinton Baker deep to receive for Coloma. 8.47 to go, second quarter action. Saugatuck in their home blue uniforms and white pants have a 23 to nothing victory as the ball, or victory, excuse me, lead as the ball trickles into the end zone for a touchback. The band and the student section getting the shout out from the PA as both teams find their way back. Coloma had some success on the last drive, putting it through the air. Four first downs on four completions before stalling out on the Saugatuck 31-yard line. They start off passing again to Myers, far side. Makes a couple man miss. A little shake, little shimmy, shake and bake for the first down. And he steps out of bounds. Dancing his way around before Mason Ripkop slowed him down. Beautiful move right there. For 11 yards for Mr. Myers. Gonna be first down and 10 from the Coloma 31. They come out three receivers to the wide side of the field, which is the closest to the press box. Shotgun again, and there's a penalty flag prior to the snap, which is a false start. Check that, illegal procedure. I'm sure it was a false start and the PA announcer just said a legal procedure. As they blew that one dead. Sagatuck looked like they were gonna come with the pressure. Caught the Coloma offensive line off guard and what do you do when pressure's coming? Try to get a head start. Gonna come back out in the same formation. Tanner to the right of Kramer, play action to him. Kramer under pressure, dumps it off in the flat for Myers. Gets around one Saugatuck defender, gets a block from another, weaving his way through the field. He's across midfield. It's a foot race between him and Moore for the end zone. Moore's going to win the race with a great angle, but what a play from Trenton Myers. He caught it in the flat on the 20-yard marker over here in front of the press box, weaved his way across the entire field and got knocked out of bounds at the far 33-yard line. So he went from 31 to 33 if you're going by the lines of scrimmage there. That's a 35-yard reception. You can see why they want to get Trenton Myers the rock. Looked like that was Norm Boss who had a shot at him at first, but you can't blame Mr. Boss for missing him in the open field like that because, my goodness, and they're going to run the exact same play again and see if Myers can make some more people miss. He gets by Boss who shed a block, and Harderink shoves him out 
Right around the 11-yard line, 22 more yards. There's a flag on the play. Might be holding on the receiver that Moss was trying to get away from. It is, in fact, holding against Coloma. Big-time penalty right there. Pulls the ball back from the 11-yard line, and they're going to be back outside the 40. That holding took place right in front of the Saugatuck sideline. It was Boss who got held. Didn't get a number on the receiver, but you could see Boss trying to make the play on Myers. And and frankly, I don't think that holding needed to be had there. As Myers was on his way, they're going to get Baker, I believe, with that penalty. And that's going to knock him back to the 43-yard line. So that holding penalty ends up being a 32-yard penalty. As we're about to cross, and it's also first and 20, as we're about to cross the seven and a half minute mark prior to halftime. Trailblazers with a 23 point advantage. Coloma trying to change that. Finding Myers again and Boss almost came away with the interception there. Myers had it momentarily. Boss came over the top, somehow refrained from colliding with him. And at least for from a defensive perspective, made a great play knocking it down. You don't always have to get the interception on defense. Just stopping the completion can be enough. So second and 20 on the Saugatuck 43. Ball on the far hash, three receivers to the wide side. Kramer back to pass. He's going deep for it. Lays it up there. It's a jump ball, and it's incomplete. Harderink had a beat on it, as well as Jalen Water. And Water ends up on the turf afterwards. Landed a little awkwardly. Looks like maybe his shoulder. And both teams are looking like they're going to take a knee here with 7.13 to go in the second quarter. It's going to be third down upcoming. It's a good effort from both Water and Hartrink to make an attempt on the ball. Didn't look like there was a ton of contact. But yet, this is the end result, unfortunately. Not a whole lot to say, but it's like Jalen's getting up and walking under his own power. We'll see if he returns to the game later at all. Both teams giving a clap and a distance. Potentially may have hyperextended his elbow on the landing. Definitely an arm-related injury there. And a little bit awkward of a fall. 
but he'll be tended to on the sidelines. As Coloma has to face third and 20 from the Saugatuck 43. 7.13 to go, second quarter. And still three receivers to the near side. Coming in motion is McKay. A little bit off on the timing. Kramer dropping back. Has some running room to the near side. Takes off with it. Landon Miller giving chase. Oh, spin move right there from Kramer. Gets by Miller. And Norm Boss wrestles him to the turf. At the 32. 12-yard pickup from Kramer. As he finally found some time and some space showing off the wheels right there. Definitely wanted to pass it, but at least it makes it fourth and manageable now. Rather than third and 21, it's fourth and 10. So when you know it's four down territory, they always say you just got to get some of the yards back, not all of them. And now he's got an opportunity. Try to get 10 of them here. And they got Sagatuck to jump once again. Now it's fourth and quite manageable. Carter Miller, the offending party. Jumping over the line. And Coloma was back on their own 43. Jalen Vodder is back in the game. For Coloma. After a couple plays, so that's good to see. Must have just had a, a little bit of a stinger or something. He's lined up at the... Tight end position on the right end. Three receivers at the far side of the field, and it goes through the hands of Kramer. Sagatuck smells blood in the water. The ball's on the deck at the 41. It doesn't matter who recovers it. It's Trailblazer football. As that was fourth down. And Coloma's going to get hit with a 15-yard penalty as Julius Williams, the offensive lineman, recovered the football and spiked it into the turf out of frustration. I believe he may even be the center who ended up popping back on it. So more mad at himself than anything, but cost 15 for his team on top of the about 11 that was lost. The ball scored it all the way back to the 41-yard line. Now Sagatuck just making a stop on fourth down is not even, not even punting the ball or receiving a punt is going to get the ball on the Coloma 44-yard line. This is their third possession starting in Coloma territory. They found the end zone three times. And once on defense with a safety. As the give is up the middle to do set. He breaks past the linebackers inside the 20. Thrown out of bounds. But a nice run from Doucette there. He's marked out at the 16. Stop made by Vodder. And that's a 28-yard run to kick it off for Doucette. He's had runs of 11, 28, and 18 tonight. So approaching that 100-yard mark, he averages over 120 a game. Harderink drops back to pass on the play action and had Carter Miller 
Looked like McKay got a hand up in the secondary. Enough to knock it away. Didn't have a chance at an interception. Just reached up to get it down. It's going to be second and ten. Miller was there, not quite as open as the touchdown that Stanberry had. to go, second quarter, second and 10 from the 16-yard line of the Comets. Handoff again to Doucette, and he got tripped up quite early on. A Coloma Comet comes up slow after the play. And there's an official's timeout on the field. Going to bring up third and seven from the 13-yard line. They're going to have to get down to the six. The clock momentarily stopped. We have 5.36 to go. The band preparing down in the end zone on the sidelines. And fans, at a time like this, we've always said that sportsmanship is the golden rule in action. But why should it stop when the game is over? Now more than ever, we need to respect each other, treat each other with common decency, not only between the lines, but outside the lines in our daily lives. In sports and in life, nothing beats good sportsmanship. That's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics along with the Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. The Coloma players still down on the turf. Can't tell who it is tending to the trainers. Helmet is off. And stands to his feet. Aaron Case is the injured player. He's helped off with assistance. Slowly making his way over to the sideline. So a couple injuries for Coloma. We talked all season about how Saugatuck, well, every team does their best to avoid the injury bug, but Saugatuck especially, given the number of players on their roster. And we're going to reset here. Second and 10 from the 13. Midline for Harderink after faking to Doucette. His legs are wrapped up at the 11 by McKay. They're going to give him forward progress out to the 10. So give him three on that one as the next snap will be inside of five minutes before halftime. And remember, fans, stick around for the Saugatuck Trailblazer halftime show. 
as Hardering comes off the field after that one. And that's because it's fourth down. And Cam Lewis is going to come on for the field goal on fourth and four from the 10. But Coloma is going to give him the first down, returning the favor that they've Saugatuck has given to him twice by jumping offside on fourth down. As is Al Brown tried to get a running start to block the field goal, and it may cost him a four extra points if Saugatuck can punch this one into the end zone. So Hardering back out on the field. Man in the battle stations. The ball is on the five-yard line, first and five. Ref winds the clock. 15 on the play clock, out of the tee. Gives to Doucette. What a surge from the Saugatuck offensive line. And Doucette finds his way into the end zone for a trailblazer touchdown. Coloma, for what I believe is the fourth time tonight, tackles the Saugatuck ball carrier right after they've crossed the goal line. So they've done their best to not allow Saugatuck to make it easy. Doucette still gets tackled, but I think he's all right with that tackle as it results in six points for his squad. And the aggressiveness from Brown gives up a field goal attempt and allows for a touchdown. Brown stays on sides that time for the extra point. But the PAT is good once again. And now it's 30 to nothing in favor of the Trailblazers. So five-yard touchdown run from Will Doucette, a 21-yard reception from Cass Stanberry, a six-yard Brad Moore run, and an eight-yard Matt Hartrink run is how we've gotten to where we are. And, of course, a defensive safety from the Trailblazers. Makes it 30 to nothing with 4.37 to go in the second quarter. Paloma's got a large hill to climb. As they're set to get the ball back. Cam Lewis tees it up. Quentin Baker is back to receive for Coloma. And Baker's going to let this one go into the end zone. It just barely finds its way in there. So Coloma's going to start with it on the 20-yard line once again. So 4.37 to go. Coloma's going to take over, and Kramer's at the helm again. Fans, be sure to stick around for the Trailblazer halftime report where you may or may not get halftime stats, depending on what our stats team is looking like. I'm just kidding. You'll get some halftime stats, game summary, and the out-of-town scoreboard.
And if you hustle, you might be able to get it to the concession stand in time for some burgers. As the play action from Kramer hits Myers near side. He shimmies his way to the 27. Landon Miller flips him out of bounds. Miller's got seven tackles tonight. A couple of them on Myers. That one's good for seven. The last two drives, Myers has three catches for 52 yards. Depending how this drive goes, Kramer play action drops back. Doucette comes after him and he puts the ball on the turf, and it's that's going to be intentional grounding. I it looked like Kramer was going to slip the tackle there. He was rolling to his left. Doucette came at him. The ball popped out. I thought it was a fumble, but Kramer just turned and chucked the ball into the turf. And that is going to be textbook intentional grounding. All he had to do was look up and attempt to throw it at a receiver, and he didn't even bother doing that. There was definitively no receiver in the area, and he threw it well behind the line of scrimmage. And a second and four on the 26 is going to back Coloma all the way up to their own eight-yard line. So it's going to be second. Well, it's a loss of down, so it's going to be third and 22 after that. 18-yard penalty. couple big penalties really affecting Coloma. A holding penalty that lost them 32 yards. A couple drives ago, they would have been down on the Saugatuck 11. And a intentional grounding penalty right there. That cost them 22. So make it third and 22 from the eight. Just over four to go. Kramer stands, fires, throws up more or less a Hail Mary. It bounces off a hand of a Coloma receiver off the head of a Saugatuck player and almost landed on the chest of Jalen Botter, but instead ends up incomplete. That would have been a wild reception right there. So it's going to be fourth and 22, and Myers is going to punt. So 4.05 to go, second quarter, and Sagatuck's going to have another look at it. Almost a block right there. That one, a little bit of a shank, takes a Sagatuck bounce. It landed at the 35-yard line, rolls back towards Coloma. They get out of the way of it, and now one of the Coloma players jumps on it like a grenade. I believe that was Brown, who downs it at the... 23-yard line. So Sagatuck, 23 yards away from yet another touchdown. Starting for the fourth straight time in Coloma territory. I formation. The give to Stanberry. Plows right ahead into the Coloma defense. Gets a couple, if anything. 
Evan Shadowski, heard his name a lot defensively. Gets another tackle. He's up to seven tackles tonight. They give Stanberry two on that. Clock's rolling under three and a half. Saugatuck taking their time here, running their four-minute offense from the 23-yard line, not wanting to give Coloma another opportunity to try to put points on the board. Can't blame them here. No urgency from the Trailblazers. Up 30. And now there's a flag. The, the play clock is not even running. Did, did Sangatuck just take a delay a game? I'm not 100% sure what just happened. Never, never saw... Never saw a signal from the referee. The official tries to wind the clock, and now the line judge on the Saugatuck sideline is going over to have a chat with the official. Now the head official comes over to have a chat with Saugatuck. This is one of the weirder things I've ever seen. No signal. We didn't actually see a flag. I swear the play clock was running, and then the next time I turned to look, it was not running. Did Sagatuck take an intentional delay of game to back them up to what is... Uh, I don't really know. They walked it off five yards for a penalty. It's going to be first and call it 14, 15... But they reset the play clock to 337 as well. Handoff to do set up the middle. Breaks a couple arm tackles into the secondary, and he's inside the 10 after all of that. 20 yard run for him as Cam Baker, the only line of defense between him and the end zone. And that's where they're going to try to punch it in from there. Now we're about to be inside three minutes. Crossing that threshold, 30 seconds on the play clock. Sagatuck is lined up this time. And a flag. This time there's actually a flag with a whistle. And Matt Hardering's having a conversation with the line judge on the near side. Looks like it's going to be procedure against the Trailblazers. That is indeed the case. Lined up in the wrong spot. That penalty we at least saw the call for and the flag. Still not sure what happened a couple plays ago, but Will Doucette erased any memory of that with a 20-yard run. And now it's first and goal from the eleven. So this is one of the more interesting 23-yard drives you'll ever see in your lifetime. Well, uh, you know, you'll have to go back and watch the replay if you want to see it, but hear about at least as Harderink fakes, keeps it, is down near the goal line, and I think they're going to mark him just shy of the end zone. 
Down at the one, Jalen Water, who injured an appendage earlier, came back in to make the tackle. Still no signal from the official. They are saying that he's down. The play clock is not running. The game clock has been running this whole time. We'll see if they reset that again. And now they're going to call it a touchdown after 18 minutes of conversation. Harder Inc. officially gets in the end zone. This is the first game I've seen in a while where there's been two touchdowns that were called well after the whistle, both of them for Mr. Harterink. He apparently landed on the defender, rolled into the end zone, and was never technically down. So give Matt his second touchdown of the night. With 157 to go before halftime, it is all Trailblazers here. An 11-yard touchdown run to go along with his six-yard run earlier. Check that eight-yard run. The hold, tough snap, good hold, and the kick is up and through. Great catch by the kid for the point after. And it's going to be 37-0. Sagatuck, Norm Boss with the hold there. Got to give him props where props are due. And two minutes and 30 seconds before halftime. The Trailblazers are going to start thinking about their opponent next week. Sagatuck, short of halftime right now, but well on their way to 5-0. They beat the Buchanan Bucks 25-14 to start the season right here on what was supposed to be a Thursday afternoon game, but a storm delayed it to Friday as Quinton Baker is deep to receive for Coloma, and they won 25-14 in that one before pounding the Lakeview Wildcats 49-7. Going down two Niles, Brandywine, the Bobcats, avenging that game 21-6. As Baker is snapped up by the Trailblazer kick team at the 24. And finally, the one-point victory against the Union City Chargers. Last week, 15-14, the one-point victory by way of a two-point conversion, Will set made the initial stop on Baker on the kickoff. So here come the Comets from the 24. Down 37 to nothing with two minutes and 23 seconds before halftime. Trips right for Kramer. He's looking right. Throws over the middle, and it's right into the hands of Cass Stanberry. Interception for the Trailblazers. I'm not sure what Kramer was looking at right there. 
And just like that, the Trailblazers, I would say maybe wish that they hadn't used up so much clock in that interesting interaction that happened on the last drive. But it doesn't really matter. As the ball is on the 36-yard line, and they, they still have two minutes and 17 seconds to go before halftime. Five straight drives now. Check that. Five out of six drives have started in Coloma territory. As the handoff's up the middle to you, guessed it, Will said He is carrying defenders into the red zone. And a 17-yard run from Will Doucette right there. As he tacks on to his total, Izell Brown and Javion McKay eventually slowed him down. It's like a freight train trying to stop Doucette there. The sun has officially set. All the lights are on. The band has been waiting patiently over in the corner of the end zone to play as Sagatuck comes out in the I-form set on the far hash. It's a pitch near side for Stanberry. Makes a man miss, gets dragged down from behind. There's a penalty on the play, most likely holding against the Trailblazers as Cole Hartman made the tackle. One of the defensive linemen got held up on that one. Sagatuck doesn't run a ton of toss plays, so that's a natural play where you'll see holding from offensive linemen pulling out, trying to get in front of the running back. So they walk it back to the 26 and a half yard line. Still gonna be first down. And first and 16. Gonna get all the way down to the 10 for a first down. But the first play of this drive was a 17 yard run from Will Doucette, so they know they can do it. They're gonna give it right back to Doucette. Bounces off a couple tacklers, breaks a couple more, tried to find his way all the way to the end zone. Rumbled, bumbled, stumbled down to the two. Huge run from Doucette right there as Baker makes the stop. But a 24-yard run. Will Doucette has 41 yards rushing on this drive alone. That started on the Coloma 36-yard line. (coughs) Pretty amazing, but thanks to that holding penalty, it gave them the ability to do that. They're inside a minute now. Sagatuck taking their time. The play clock's not even on. So I don't know what's happening out there. It's right up the middle. And it's a touchdown, Trailblazers. The handoff to Doucette, he did the heavy lifting on that drive and gets the payoff with the two-yard touchdown plunge. So a four-play, 36-yard drive where Will Doucette rushes for 53 yards and a touchdown. Extra point, up and through. Cam Lewis has been automatic this season from the extra point spot. Makes it 44 to nothing in favor of your Saugatuck Trailblazers with 49 seconds to go before halftime. 
And fans, all of last season combined, which was a total of eight games, two wins, six losses, and a forfeit for the Trailblazers with two seniors on the roster. They scored 112 points in eight games, and we are in one and a half of football here, and they have hung 44 on the Comets. Talk about flying high in the sky. That's what the Trailblazers are doing right now. They are rolling. Most likely looking to take this lead into halftime and work on some things in the second half. Baker deep back. Lewis puts a foot to it, and we got a whistle somewhere. Looks like the Trailblazers were offsides. That is indeed the case, and we're going to try to kick it again. The last five minutes of this quarter has taken about as long as the first quarter and a half combined. See what happens in the second half. So the ball is back to the 35-yard line. As the student section belts out the SpongeBob theme song while the kick is away. Baker lets it bounce. It squirts away from him. Picks it up at the 7. Sagatuck able to come down and cover. Made a couple men miss, but... Will Doucette drops him at the 15. So the five-yard penalty really ultimately helps the Trailblazers. And with 40 seconds to go, the Comets coming out onto the field. Coloma's uh, starting field position vastly different then Saugatuck, their last four starting field positions, their own 20, their own 20, their own 21, and now their own 15. While Saugatuck's last three possessions were the Coloma 44, the Coloma 23, and the Coloma 36. So the second quarter almost entirely has been played on the southeast side of the stadium. As Coloma comes out once again in the shotgun set with Kramer and Tanner to his left. And now we have another flag, another whistle, and a delay of game coming out of the timeout. Coloma not ready to go. And that'll back him up to the 15. We'll see if we can get through the next 40 seconds without too much confusion. Kramer takes it under pressure, and he's going to go down for a safety. Will Doucette, Carter Miller put the stamp on the first half here. And the second safety of the night as Kramer is slow to get up. And it is 46 to nothing. 
A 15-yard sack. The Trailblazers throwing an interception on their first drive. Have punched in six touchdowns since then. And two safeties. That was a six-second drive for Coloma. Five-yard penalty delay a game to start. And a 15-yard sack resulting in a safety. Stick around for the halftime stats, and Trailblazer fans are going to be happy with what they hear. As this one's booted away by Myers. Doucette called for the fair catch, but then it hit the deck, and he slides down at his own 45-yard line. The first time the Trailblazers haven't started with the ball in Coloma territory in five drives. And it's going to be first and 10 for Saugatuck. There's a flag on the field. Rumor has it it's an unsportsmanlike conduct. Personal foul against Coloma, and that's going to put it back into Coloma territory, right as I said that that wasn't the case for the first time in five drives. Put it down to the Coloma 40, and Sargatuck has a healthy lead, but 32 seconds from the 40-yard line and three timeouts. Might they try something and get one more? The tough part for the Trailblazers is, is that they run the wing tee, and so a handoff up the middle is actually a very solid play for them. They're going to take a knee here. And mercifully let the bands do their thing for halftime. And that's going to do it. That'll send us to the break. At half, the Trailblazers looking to go 5-0. and And they're well on their way to do it. They're up 46 to nothing. At halftime, we will bring you some halftime stats and fun facts, as well as maybe a hamburger or hot dog in just a few minutes. This is Trailblazer Football right here on the Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. Great music? Check. Free mobile app? Check. Hope Sports? Check. Sounds like you've got everything you need. Crank us up anytime. 92.7 The Van. And folks, we're back with the Sockatuck Trailblazer halftime show. You're going to hear about the MHSA in a little bit. How did we get here with the Trailblazers up 46 to nothing at the break? They are rolling over the Coloma Comets. And it started off tough for Sagatuck as it was a three and out 
defensively. So it started off well defensively. Offensively, they threw an interception on the second play of the game, but Coloma got safetyed moments later to make it 2-0. And then the following drive, Matt Hunterink punched in an 8-yard touchdown run on a 6-play 53-yard drive. Coloma went 3-and-out. Saugatuck had a 4-play 52-yard drive. That ended with a Brad Moore six-yard touchdown run. Coloma put together their best drive of the day, starting on their own 28. On the next drive, three straight pass completions. Got them down to the Saugatuck 31, where it stalled out into a turnover on downs. And Saugatuck, seven plays later from their own 31, found Cass Stanberry for a 21-yard touchdown strike from Matt Hardering to go up 23-0. Coloma had another nice drive. But again stalled out, Saugatuck took it over on the Coloma 44-yard line after a punt and a nice return from Matt Hartrink and Will Doucette popped it in for a five-yard score. Coloma went three and out, Saugatuck went four plays from the Coloma 23-yard line in a very interesting drive. But Matt Hartrink had a second touchdown run of the night for 11 yards. And then the following play was intercepted by Cass Stanberry. And Will Doucette ran for 53 yards in a 36-yard four-play drive thanks to a holding penalty. That got us a touchdown. And right before half, the Saugatuck defense with another safety made it 46 to nothing. That's how we got here. We'll be back with your out-of-town scoreboard after this. Hopefully you can hear the band performing in the background for halftime. They've been waiting a long time, and they're doing a great job. It's Trailblazer football right here on the Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. It's different than the rest of the stuff I hear. It's not like corporate and it's just a good station, you know? And we're back with the Sargatuck Trailblazer halftime show as the band finds its way off the field. You can listen to the drum line, find its way out. And the team has even found its way back onto the field yet, so I'm sure we'll get an additional three minutes added on here, which is really not shocking. But for scores around the area, Rockford is up on West Ottawa in the third quarter, 21-6. Coopersville and Unity Christian. Unity has a 31-28 lead. That game also in the third quarter. You'll notice a theme here. All of these games are in the third quarter because of how long the second quarter took tonight. As we were rolling along, Hudsonville and Granville in the third quarter. Hudsonville 27-22 over Granville. Catholic Central all over Cedar Springs, 53-7. Tri-County, Morley Stanwood is 38-0 in favor of Tri-County. South Christian, 49-0 against Ottawa Hills. Grant Nuego locked in a tight one, 8-7. Caledonia and Jenison with Caledonia leading 15-0. That one also at halftime. East Kentwood and Grand Haven with the Falcons. 
over the Buccaneers, 21-8 at half. Everything else in the third quarter. Godwin Heights, 20-15 on Comstock Park. Zeeland West, 30-6 on Zeeland East. That game on our sister station, 99-7, 1450-WHTC. Although we appreciate you riding along here with us on the Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van and 92.7 The Van.com. Listen to the Sagatuck Trailblazers against the Coloma Comets. Sagatuck up 46 to nothing here. The biggest lead of the night tied with Catholic Central against Cedar Springs. West Catholic is up on Spring Lake 26 to 7. Grand Rapids Christian edging out Forest Hills Northern 27-21. Muskegon at Reeds Puffer 21-6. East Grand Rapids headed over to Northview. Northview has a 10-7 lead. Lowell is up on Greenville at home 14-7. Forest Hills Central 7-0 against Byron Center. So that is your Michigan out of town. Sports update for Saugatuck. We got just a few seconds before we kick off the second half. Will Doucette has over 100 yards rushing for the Trailblazers to go with two touchdowns. Trayton Myers has 75 yards receiving for the Coloma Comets. He's got five catches. He started off the game with a nine-yard catch, and his longest reception of the night is 35 yards. Cameron Baker for the Comets also has three catches for 55 yards. Cass Stanberry has four rushes for 12 yards and three catches for 41 yards and a touchdown. Will Doucette, of course, has those two touchdowns. Matt Hartzerink has a touchdown through the air and two on the ground. Brad Moore also has a touchdown to his name tonight. Everybody in the Trailblazer backfield, other than Landon Miller, has found the end zone. As there's was zeros on the clock, and they just added another three minutes to halftime. So these officials are in absolutely no hurry. Coloma received the opening kickoff by way of Sagatuck deferring to the second half. So Sagatuck. Should be receiving this kick. And be heading towards the northwest end zone. Once that happens. Sagatuck lunging it out here on the sideline in the foreground.
And Coloma hurdler stretching in the background. Referees having a conference at the 40-yard line. And we'd like to once again recognize the student section and the band for halftime. If you weren't with us at the top of the broadcast, Saugatuck legend Jack Lampin passed away earlier this week. There was a moment of silence in his honor. A Michigan High School Coach Association Hall of Fame inductee. 25-year head coach of the Songatuck Trailblazers with a full 30 years with the program. Had over 100 wins and five conference championships. So we thank the presenters for that pregame as well as the Songatuck Trailblazer Athletic Boosters. And now we're just about ready to actually start the third quarter. Been a lot of milling about. The fans out there are lucky you got to talk to me as opposed to listening to some commercials. We're going to bring you some more commercials at the quarter break upcoming as well as the postgame where you can listen to the Sangatuck Trailblazer postgame show. And if the second half goes anything like the first half, it'll be all trailblazers that we're talking about, which is great news for the orange and blue crew out there. And Will Doucette is going to be back to receive as Coloma again has a conversation at the 35-yard line. Mercifully, the whistle blows, and we're ready for the second half. The second quarter, the longest second quarter in recent human history has given away to the one of the longest half times. And the break in the action is over as Moore fields it at the 20-yard line, has a convoy in front of him, jukes his way out past the 40, cuts back at the 45, gets down right about midfield. And I think there's an argument to be made that part of that football is going to be across midfield as Julius Williams makes the stop. I don't know if they put the majority of the football on the Saugatuck side. So I was saying that because that would have continued the streak of starting in Coloma territory, but they're gonna start on the 49 and a half of their own. As they come out in the T set, it's a give to Stanberry, weaving his way before McKay stops him at the 45, and just like that, they are into Comet territory, and no, I don't mean outer space. They are going right to left across your radio dial, so where the majority of the second quarter was played. They are again playing over there. As Stanberry ends up with about six. Be interesting to see what Sangatuck does with this second quarter or second half. 
Has it straight up the gut for Landon Miller. The lone backfield member not to find the end zone yet through no fault of his own. And he has about 13 yards. Zacorius Tanner with the tackle. That's going to move the ball to the 32-yard line. Going to be on the near hash. Inside 10 minutes ago, third quarter action, and the Trailblazers have a 46-point lead as Brad Moore comes around the outside as two trailer park girls did once upon a time. And Izell Brown pushes him out of bounds, but not before a Trailblazer first down. Down to the 19, 13 more chunks of yardage from Mr. Moore. Sargatuck is in business after just three plays, gashing this Coloma defense for 32 yards. Over seven yards of carry in the first half. Back to Miller up the gut. He has replaced Doucette. Has that middle runner Doucette on the sideline for this drive as he had the bulk of the load in the first half. About four for Miller. Our stats team only had Landon Miller with one carry in the first half. Check that two carries for 15, excuse me, 20 yards. He's got two carries for 17 yards on this drive alone. Fake, fake, the give to Stanberry. Stiff arm and tripped up. Good tackle there from McKay. Right near the out-of-bounds mark on the far side of the field. As the PA announcer said that he was assisted out of bounds. That's another first down right there. As that eight yard run makes it first and goal from the three. Stanberry, Miller, and Moore left to right in the backfield. Who's going to get it? It's Moore. Dives for the goal line, and he's got it for another Trailblazer touchdown. Check that. Cass Stanberry gets into the end zone. You'll have to forgive me for confusing number two and number three down there on the field. As it momentarily makes the score 52 to nothing. The extra point is up, almost blocked by Brown. He can't believe that he missed it. And the PAT is once again good to make it 53 to nothing. Coloma's gonna come back on offense. They have not done a whole lot the last few drives. They had a delay a game that Ended in a safety right before halftime for an interception. And before that, a three and out. As well as supporting local programs like our recent 
7.50 to go, third quarter. And the Trailblazers are in control. The PA announcer thanking the Holland Doctors of Audiology, so we will as well. Cam Lewis set to kick off. Big leg from Mr. Lewis. It's fielded by Baker. I thought I heard a whistle, but it must not be. Baker breaks a tackle and then gets tackled by his own player. <laughs> and then Cass Stanberry tackled McKay, the Comet, who didn't have the ball. That was an interesting play there. As Stanberry and Moore were up in there. So Coloma, ready to go at it again from the 20-yard line. The fifth straight drive, they've started at their own 21-yard line or inside. So great kickoff coverage tonight from the Trailblazers. Great defense as well. Pitching a shutout so far. And two safeties as Zacharias Tanner. Goes up the middle, makes a couple men miss, spins his way out past the 35-yard line. Chris Foley finally tracks him down, but Tanner gets loose for the first time tonight and busts off a 19-yard run. He's been bottled up this whole game, as has Trayton Myers from the running back position. The only way they've gotten him the rock in open space is through a couple swing passes and one downfield pass. So Tanner showing what he can do right there as he is flanking Maverick Kramer alongside Myers. Myers gets the handoff, sticks foot in the ground, gets the edge, goes past Moore. He's got a first down and a couple nice plays right there from Coloma. Chase out of bounds by Landon Miller but can't track down Meyer as well as Jackson Green. In on that one. Officials still deciding where to mark it. Nope, there's a flag on the play. Back at the 45-yard line, the line judge, I believe, or the umpire, threw a flag. And it's a block in the back against Coloma. And so we're going to back him up. Another huge penalty on a nice play. Comets have shot themselves in the foot on a couple possessions tonight. This is the third drive that they have had a penalty that has cost them 30 yards or more by where the result of the play ended up versus where they had to actually snap the ball from.
So, and now there's a whistle as the chain gang is not in order and the head referee was nowhere in position, but somebody allowed the ball to be snapped anyways. There's mass confusion down on the field. And the refereeing crew is deciding to take as much time as they possibly can to get everything sorted out tonight. Appreciate the commitment to the right call, but be nice if they could do it just a little bit faster. Still having a discussion about where the spot should ultimately end up. I've never seen a chain gang more confused in my entire life through no fault of their own. The clock has stopped with 5.28 to go in the third. And we're having the longest officials conference in Michigan high school football history. That's not an official stat. And after all of that, the original play started at the 39-yard line, and they backed it up to the 35-yard line. Myers got pushed out of bounds about the Saugatuck 40, so that ends up being a 25-yard penalty. And a few minutes of the life that none of these fans will ever be able to get back. Now Coloma shifts their entire offensive line right to left. Handoff is to Tanner. He gets past the first couple of defenders in the backfield. There's another flag. And Tanner on the carry got a few, probably six, we'll call it. Not sure who the flag is on. Face mask against the Trailblazers. And Saugatuck gives the 20 out of the 25 yards right back. So you hate to say it's all for naught, but Coloma ends up in almost the exact same position that they would have been after the run by Myers. And it's first and 10 from the Saugatuck 45. Little counter pop pass for Vodder. And he's met in the backfield by a tribe of trailblazers. Led by Carter Miller. They're going to give him forward progress for negative two yards. Which is good because at one point he was all the way back near midfield. So it's going to be second and 12 from the 47. Inside four minutes left before the fourth quarter comes up. Ball's right in the middle of the field if you're looking at it from the offense's perspective and almost right in the middle of the field from our perspective as well. Hand off to Tanner, cuts it all the way back, finds some running room, almost runs into the official, gets past him and gets enough for the first down before Landon Miller stops him. So Tanner... Finding some running lanes here. He's got three carries for 35 yards, plus a 15-yard face mask penalty. 
Coloma did not even have 35 yards rushing as a team in the first half. Coloma has gotten down as far as the yard line they are on right now as they're going to run a reverse. It was a handoff to Vodder and a reverse. Sagatuck over-pursued, breaking a tackle at the 20-yard line. Still on his feet is Trayton Myers, the shifty man himself. I think seven trailblazers ended up on the deck there as Mason Repkoff and Chris Foley were able to get him out of bounds. Jackson Green in there as well. As it's down to the 13-yard line, an 18-yard run from Trayton Myers. And this is by far the best drive Coloma has put together. They've kept it on the ground the whole time. The first time that they have been in the red zone, Sagatuck's goose egg from the defensive standpoint is in danger as we're quickly approaching the fourth quarter. 30 seconds on the play clock. Coloma in no rush. Split back, shotgun set, handoff to Tanner. He ends up right up the middle, and Sagatuck parts like the Blue Sea. And Tanner, 18 yards out, finds Paydirt. That's a touchdown for the Comets. Just handed off the field left and right. Seven-play drive, four carries from Zacharias Tanner. One carry for five yards and three other ones for 18 each. That is 60 yards of running for Mr. Tanner on that drive on an 80-yard drive. He also picked up 15 on a face mask penalty. So 75 out of those 80 yards. We're for Zacharias Tanner as the two-point conversion attempt falls incomplete. And the score is going to be 53-6. to six. The intended target was Trayton Myers there. And it was too high. PAT is no good, as they say. But Coloma gets on the board. Their first drive of the second half, they go seven plays and 80 yards to find the end zone to answer Sagatuck's six-play 50-and-a-half-yard drive to start the second half. Sagatuck's shutout is over with a buck 29 to go in the third quarter. They're still below their season average of points per game given up defensively. They gave up 10 points per game. So that will potentially be dropping tonight. And what will definitely be increasing is the number of points per game that they are scoring. They've been running at a 27.5 point clip. They had 46 in the first half tonight, including four, by the way, of defensive safety. And for those non-math majors at home, that is right. Safeties are not four points. They got two safeties. Coloma averaging 13 points a game offensively. Coming pretty close to that if they get another opportunity to score. 
and 33 defensively, so that number's going up as the pooch kick is fielded by Cass Stanberry at the 30-yard line. He runs over a defender. Looked like Ryan Schroeder. And he's out to the 41. So Saugatuck gets it to start at the 41-yard line. Ball's going to be on the left hash. And we're going to have under a minute to go in the third. Saugatuck out of the tee. Hand off up the gut. You guessed it. First play of the drive. Where do they go? Normally I'd say their main man, Doucette, but it was Landon Miller subbing in in the middle as James Phillips makes the stop. Anchoring the middle of the defense. We've heard James Phillips' names a lot tonight. He's closing in on 10 tackles. Sagatuck is... Uh, Holding here, as it looked like the officials were confused again, but Sargatuck just realized that they could run out the clock to end the third quarter. And that's what we're going to do here as well. Third quarter is over. Sargatuck rolling big, 53-6 to over the Coloma Comets. The final 12. After this, it's Trailblazer football. Hunter Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. music around the clock. We are the Lakeshore's 92.7. The Van. W-Y-V-N. Saugatuck, Holland. And Cass Stanberry in the game at quarterback for the Saugatuck Trailblazers to start the fourth quarter with the Trailblazers up 47 Stanberry hands it off to Norm Boss, who gets his first carry of the game. And it's an 11-yard pickup. And a first down for Mr. Boss. This time Jackson Green getting his first carry. He's stopped up by the Coloma defense. Callan Hickman on the stop. That was Jackson Green on the carry. It's going to be second and 11 from the Coloma 47-yard line. Stick around for the Saugatuck Trailer Trailblazers post-game show and full-game stats. After this, the handoff to Landon Miller, who has done everything but score a touchdown tonight. Uh, Jalen Vonner makes the stop. Are they going to say it's enough for the first down? And they do. Miller for 11. He's got 15 on this drive. He had 18 in the first half and 17 on the last drive. So give him seven carries for 50 yards. Sargatuck has the ball on the 36-yard line. 
In between the hashes, Stanberry under center. The give is off the left side. And that is to number 11 for the Trailblazers, who is not on the roster. So, not a whole lot we can say there, but it was a nice run. 10-yard run for Mr. Number 11. And he picks up the Trailblazer first down to the 24-yard line. Nine and a half to go in this ballgame. Handoff is up the gut. Thought it was Landon Miller, but it is to... Number five, who is also not on the roster. That is Mason Leslie, according to the PA announcer. So at least Mason Leslie gets his name in the books with a five-yard carry. So good job for Mr. Leslie. As it's Norm Boss, left side stiff arms, bounces it out, tries to cut it back, cuts into the teeth of the Coloma defense right at the first down marker. Quinton Baker making the hit on Boss. So the fourth quarter mop-up duty crew doing what they can, marching the ball down the field, started on their own 41-yard line. This the eighth play of the drive. And it's first and ten from the Coloma 15. Not only that, but chewing clock off the board as well. Stanberry from the far hash. Quick give up the middle to number five, Mason Leslie, and he's going to find his way into the end zone for the touchdown. It's great news that we... Found out who Mason Leslie was so we could give him credit for his touchdown. 15 yards and a score and a Sagatuck is an extra point away from a 60 bagger tonight. That is Mason Leslie's first career varsity touchdown. Somebody save him the football. As the extra point is up and good once again from Cam Lewis. He has not missed an eight extra point attempts tonight. He almost had a field goal attempt, but an offside penalty from Coloma ended up giving Sagatuck a first down and the opportunity had a touchdown on fourth down. But I have no doubts he would have knocked the field goal through there as well. The sure-footed Cam Lewis... Looking great for the Trailblazers this season. Mason Leslie with that 15-yard run is a freshman. Showing off some wheels there. And the future is bright for these Trailblazers as it was last season when they had only two seniors on the roster. They do have nine seniors on the roster this year, including some playmakers, Brad Moore, Matt Hartrink, Will Doucette, Landon Miller. But a lot of juniors as well. Cass Stanberry, kicker Cam Lewis, Norm Boss, 
Jackson Green, Noah Morgan, Chris Foley, Brighton Van Horn, Mason Repkoff, and Carter Miller. As the kick from Lewis almost reaches the end zone, Baker fields it, tries to do something with it, and has a pretty solid return to the 28-yard line. Tackle made by 87. And that is Sam Boss. Relation of Norm Boss. Also a sophomore, seeing some action. And it's going to be first and 10 from the 28. Just about five minutes to go here. Play clock down to 10 for Coloma. Shotgun. Split backs. Handoff is to Tanner, who had a great drive rushing the ball last time. Almost fumbled it there. Spun all the way around, but fell forward far enough for a first down on a 13-yard run as Sam Boss picks up the stop for the Trailblazers. So Tanner having himself a second half has 72 yards rushing here in the last two drives. Coloma back in the shotgun. The give is to Myers. Picks his way through. Breaks a tackle. Landon Miller squares him up. Had six of them right there for Mr. Myers. And we got just about four minutes to go now in this one. Saga talk all over the Comets, 60 to six. Zeeland West completes their victory over Zealand East tonight over on our sister station as well as Coloma finds a pass downfield. Check that Kramer actually kept that one. And Norm Boss makes the stop. Zealand East wins, or Zealand West, excuse me, I should not make that mistake in this neck of the woods with a 36-6 victory over Zealand East. So Kramer ripping off a 20-yard run, and now Coloma is in Saugatuck territory. <laughs> Myers finds some open field. That's one man to beat. Jukes him out of his shoes. Into the end zone for a Coloma touchdown. 38-yard house call for Mr. Myers. And the second half here has turned into a touchdown fest. The last four drives, the four drives of the second half have resulted in four touchdowns. 
So Myers is over 50 yards on the ground and 70 yards in the air. Finds himself in the end zone as well. Two-point conversion is upcoming shortly. Kramer in the shotgun. He's going to fake it and pitch it to Myers. Sagatuck was ready for it, though. Great defensive effort, stacking him up at the goal line and rejecting him. Jackson Green out on the corner was not fooled by the misdirection. Fake handoff to the left side. As there was a little bit of an option, basically the triple option from the shotgun. And Kramer picked the option of Myers, which was the smart play for him to make. But did not result in two points for his squad. So just over a minute left to play in this one. It is 60 to 12. And Sagatuck's most likely going to salt it away. As looks like Coloma's slow getting out onto the field and the officials are doing nothing about it. And now they jog their way out. Brad Moore is deep for the Trailblazers. I'll be honest, I didn't actually look. I just listened to the PA announcer, and then he decided to change it on me. And it is Will Doucette, who is back to receive, not Brad Moore. And next week, fans, check it out as there's an onside kick here from Coloma. Sagatuck looks like they jumped on it. I think Norm Boss got his hands on it. As did Noah Morgan. Noah Morgan did, and then Norm Boss jumped on him to protect him. But next week, 6.40 broadcast time, 7 o'clock kickoff, Friday night. Check us out as the Trailblazers are going to head to Delton Kellogg to take on the Panthers. They're in action tonight against the Lawton Blue Devils, who are a solid squad. Delton is 1-3 on the season. Their one win has come by way of the forfeit against Hartford. They dropped to Parchment, South Haven, and Allegan. And Lawton is 3-1 on the year, only with a loss to Constantine. Sagatuck will see them in a few weeks. And Sagatuck going to salt this one away, win it 60-12. And that's going to do it for us here at Jarvis Memorial Stadium. We'll be back next week, like I said, but stick around for the Sagatuck Trailblazer postgame show. It's Trailblazer football right here on the Lakeshore. It's 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. Hey, this is Laura from Hamilton. I am all over the Lakeshore with work, and my station is 92.7 The Van.
And we're back with the Sarkatuck Trailblazer post-game show where the Trailblazers take it 60-12. They turned a 46-0 halftime lead into a 60-12 victory to honor the late head coach Jack Lampin and improve to 5-0 on the season. Coloma drops to 0-5. Next week, Sarkatuck heads to Delton Kellogg. To take on the Panthers, you can catch that broadcast right here on the Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com, starting at 6.40 Eastern Standard Time. Sargatuck on the back of two defensive safeties, as well as multiple touchdown nights from Will Doucette, Matt Hartrink, Cass Stanberry, and Brad Moore. That's what happens when you score 60 points in a night. Trailblazers are victorious. We'll be back after this. It's Trailblazer football right here on the Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van. 927thevan.com. I'm the director of the Saga Tech Inner Urban. My station is 927 The Van. And we're back one final time. For the final time in a few weeks at Jarvis Memorial Field, where the Trailblazers remain undefeated with a victorious 60-12 victory over the visiting Coloma Comets. Next week, they head to Delton Kellogg to take on the Panthers and follow that up at the Galesburg-Augusta Rams before returning home for the final two games of the season against the Lawton Blue Devils and the Schoolcraft Eagles. We'll have all those broadcasts for you right here on the Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. Thank you to all of our fans who wrote along and listened to this one. Special thanks and shout-out to video man Darren, who always does his thing, and to the late, great Jack Lampin, who was honored pregame. This has been a presentation of Saugatuck Trailblazer football. As for everybody back in the studio, Brent Allen, Dan the Man Evans and Adam Cameron in the studio tonight working hard on the boards to make me sound as good as ever. We thank you for listening one more time as the Trailblazers are victorious in this one, 60-12 over the Coloma Comets. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. This has been a presentation of Saugatuck Trailblazers High School Football on 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. Brought to you by the Saugatuck Athletic Boosters, OK Tire Stores, Sales Heating and Cooling, and Central Park Law. And also by Glenda's Lakewood Flowers, Van Weeren Hardware, and Russ's Restaurants. Be sure to visit 927thevan.com for a schedule of our next broadcast of Saugatuck Trailblazers High School Football on the Lake Shores 927thevan and 927thevan.com.